0: Brick and Mortar Reporter, episode 126. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. As Nick said, my name is Christy, And I'm your host as always. I'm so glad to have you here with us today. We've got some exciting things to talk about on the podcast. Before we do that, though, I wanted to get a word in from our sponsor, teampodcast.com. If you have a podcast and you are feeling overwhelmed with all of the tasks that you have to do to support your podcast, the editing, the show notes, the posting to social media, uh, the graphics that you need to make for custom episode graphics, and all of those things... Team Podcast can do all of that for you. It's an all inclusive package for one low monthly fee based on the weekly frequency of your podcast. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, there's no need to get buried. Simply go to t- www.teampodcast.com, and there you can see what we can do for you, what we can take off your plate, and you'll be able to be free to create the content and the great podcast that you love teampodcast.com. All right, now we've gotten our business out of the way. So let's go ahead and talk about um, something that it's kind of a follow up because um, a couple of weeks ago, I walked you through a day in the life of and it was a walking you through a day and what my normal life is as an entrepreneur trying to number one, set up a local business at the same time, trying to uh, grow my online ventures. And then also now, as you now know, start an online adventure uh, with uh, some partners that we've uh, joined together to do team podcast, And so got all these things going on, all these irons in the fire, all these multiple ways. And I've also um, taken on several different jobs as a freelance person um, to do, um, you know, some other things to try to generate income. So i um, working on getting the bills covered and getting my financial life in order after having quit my job and moved to Key West. So you can see that I've got a lot going on and, you know, I walked you through the day in my life, and one of the things, or the things that I said to uh, kind of critique where I was is that there were two aspects of my life that I was not really content with. And the first is um, that I was not adding exercise to my daily uh, routine, and I need to, um, I'm height challenged and so have a tendency to be chunkier than I should be. And I also was not making time for just that meditation, just that clearing of your head and giving your head some quiet time to kind of reset itself and to reboot. I felt like I was going from um, jumping up in the morning until, you know, six o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock at night with no spare time that's not allocated to something that I need to be doing. So um, as I'm struggling to find my work-life balance, as everyone does, we all struggle with this, whether you're in business for yourself, whether you're uh, in business and in business uh, working for someone else, whether you're a mom, whether you're a, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. We all struggle to balance our work and our lives and our uh, passions and our obligations. And so it's the yin and yang of of what life is. And um, those two areas are something that I decided I needed to go ahead and address sooner rather than later. Now, the impetus for this um, was uh, Hal Elrod's book called The Miracle Morning. Now, I don't know if you've read it. I would highly, highly recommend it. Now, Hal Elrod in himself has a an incredible story he um, he's a little bit younger than I am I believe he um, in 2007 2008 somewhere along in there he was involved in a head on collision on an interstate where he was going 70 miles an hour the drunk driver that was going the wrong way on the interstate was going along at 80 miles an hour they impacted head on in a crash and when that happened the car directly behind Hal also ended up t-boning him on the driver's side at another 70 mile an hour impact crash and uh, essentially he was pronounced dead he was dead for six minutes and started breathing again their resuscitation efforts paid off he broke lots of bones was told he would never walk again and um, at the time, he, was, he had quit his job as a DJ to become a Cutco knife salesman. And he had set all kind of records selling Cutco knives, even though he wasn't really a salesy type of person. But the bottom line is he was told he, was, he died, was revived. He, he was told he would never walk again. And he was in a coma for six days. And the bottom line is this guy fought back to now he's an ultramarathoner. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's uh, like marathon torture times two. Instead of a half marathon, it's twice the amount of a marathon, 52 miles at one stretch, marathoner. And the interesting thing is when he tells his story, he tells about how that accident wasn't the lowest point in his life. It was, you know, you would think it would be if you're told you're never going to walk again. And he, he determined that that just was, he's, was, his training at Cutco has given him this, this five-minute rule. And the five-minute rule was if something upsets you and you can, be, you can be as negative as you want to about it for five minutes, after that, you're wasting your energy and you're wasting your efforts being negative and upset about something for more than five minutes. So take that five minutes, feel it, let it go ran about it, whatever you need to do. But for when five minutes is over, you move on to the next thing, things that you can change and things that you can control. So the bottom line is that car accident was not how L Elrod's lowest point in his life. His lowest point in his life wasn't, and I guess that the accident did happen before 2007 and 2008, because I think it was more in the early 2000s. And, um, in 2007 and 2008, he had become a uh, success coach, and he was coaching people, and he was a life coach, showing people how to achieve the life they wanted but by you know, following some of his motivation and that sort of thing. And he lost his entire, he lost like 75% of his business in one week whenever the, the crisis in 2007 and 2008 hit. He lost his business, he lost his house, he uh, became depressed, he quit exercising, he quit doing everything, and he says that is when he hit his rock bottom. And so for six months, you know, he, he couldn't reach out to anybody because he said, oh, here I am, a success coach, and I'm failing. Depressed, overweight, haven't exercised, haven't done anything that I know I needed to do. And he was a night owl and hated mornings. And bottom line is, He reached out to a friend and said, I'm embarrassed, I can't tell anybody this, but here's my situation. And he explained it. And um, he was able to take that friend's advice, and the, the, the advice was essentially start establishing a morning ritual. And the morning ritual was to get up earlier and to start his day with exercise and meditation. And then... Set your tone for the rest of the day and then you can accomplish whatever you need to. Now, six months after that is whenever Hal actually trained and signed up for his first ultra marathon, which six months training for an ultra marathon is not a lot of time. You need a lot of time to train for those things. He had doubled his income from the previous year and was on the right track. So he essentially over time, has cultivated what he calls his mir- the Miracle Morning. And the Miracle Morning book goes into so much detail about this, and it's a fantastic read. But the bottom line is that so much of the outcome and the results of our lives are predicated upon the habits that we are establishing and we are building. And it's just like this. If I, if you know, we know we all kind of slack up over the holidays. We know we all overeat. We under-exercise. We're under-motivated because it's the holidays, right? Now, if you were preparing for a marathon, you wouldn't behave that same way you do over the holidays as you prepare for the marathon. You'd say, nope, I can't I can't overeat. I've got a marathon. i am still got to train. I've still got to do this. I've still got to do that. And you would be creating those habits that would set you up for success in the marathon. But the whole thing is, by creating morning rituals that you can... Uh, put into your life. You are creating the success habits that you need to get you through the rest of the day. So after reading that book, I decided I needed to do something differently. And normally I would get out of bed. And like I said, in my day in the life of, I would jump into my day. And before I knew it, it was time to go to work. And it was um, pretty much any of my time was gone. So I decided to take the 30 day, I'm doing a 30 day challenge with myself. And essentially, what I'm doing is the minute I get my spouse out the door for uh, school in the mornings, I immediately go and exercise. And then uh, right after that, I take 10 minutes, I use the app Headspace and I do um, morning meditation. Um, I would say I'm not great at meditation yet. Maybe I will get better. And for those of you who think meditation is a um, bad thing, uh, there was some, you know, even in, in my young, very young days, I can remember the whole transcendental meditation scene came on, and uh, it was very opposed by, um, you know, by my circles of, of people that I was around. But this is this is not that. This is essentially mindfulness training, and it's training your mind to be present and be aware. And I'm going to tell you this. In our society, it is so needed. You know, we're in a society of ADD culture. We have instant gratification for everything. We multitask. We um, are on multiple mobile devices. We're connected to technology at all times. And I notice it many times in my relationships. Whenever a whole entire conversation can be had right in front of me, actually to me, and the only thing I hear when I snap out of whatever my trance is, is, you didn't hear a word I said, did you? Eek, you know? So what's the point of spending, make you know, build, trying to build a life where you can spend the time you want to spend with people if you're not actually mindful and conscious and present when you are spending that time? And those of you that have children... And those of you that are working on building a relationship, these are all great things to put into place because being mindful and being present um, is so critical in our day and age. And we, even though we're in a technology-connected world, sometimes we're in a uh, very isolated place emotionally. And uh, that that mindfulness training of your mind, just taking the 10 minutes I take every morning to go through that exercise – um, definitely helps train and helps with focus and it helps with attention and it's just a way to get your brain to kind of give you back control over it instead of being victim to everything that comes along. So that's that's what I do. So I'm, I'm in my uh, third day now of doing this and I'll let you know how it goes and I'll let you know um, what changes it it uh, brings about in me. I will tell you this, when I get done, uh, when I get back from doing my exercise and um, it's time to eat breakfast and it's time to start, you know, taking in fluids, I'm very conscious about what I take in because I just saw on my, you know, uh, app that I had burned, you know, 375 calories or whatever it is And I'm very conscious of those extra calories. So that's definitely a good thing about exercise. It does make you conscious in other areas of your life. Now, the other part of that is the miracle morning is so much more than I'm doing. And eventually, I would love to get on a schedule. But, you know, uh, the premise of the book, and I'll give you a quick synopsis, is that we always get up, generally, most of us, most of the world. Now, you might be an early riser, one of those that never has to set an alarm clock. Most of the world is not that way. But we set an alarm clock basically by reverse engineering when we have to be somewhere. So if you have to be at work at 8 o'clock and it takes you 20 minutes to drive to work and it takes you 45 minutes to get ready, you probably set your alarm At 6.55, and you so that gives me my 40 minutes or 45 minutes to get ready, my 20-minute drive to work, and before you know it, that's the time you're going to get up. And even you can go beyond that and set it for, oh, let me get it, set it for 6.45 or 6.30, and then I can get some snooze in, like that's your best sleeping time or something. And the premise of the book is that when you are taking the gift of the next morning, that the universe is giving us and and God is giving us. The, The beauty of the next morning and you're pushing it away by snoozing and that sort of thing, you're already setting a negative path for the rest of your day. Now, beyond that, the miracle morning is giving yourself that space in the morning. There is nothing more stressful than getting up late or getting up even on time. But something comes along and takes up more time than you anticipated. And before you know it, you're out the door running late, you're stressed, you're you're harried, the kids don't want to cooperate. And it's just a heck of a morning before you've even walked in the door of your, your workplace. And the miracle morning says, back it up 45 minutes. Back it up an hour So if you really need to get up and start getting ready by seven, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, set your alarm for six o'clock and then start doing certain morning rituals that will get you um, the success you want in your life. And part of that is the meditation and part of that is the, um, you know, exercising and just being very intentional with those specific tasks that you do in the morning. Now, what happens, it's funny because I don't know if you are one that will read Amazon book reviews before you purchase the book, but when you read the reviews, it's funny because I always think people that go to these morning, do these morning things are like morning people and I don't really consider myself a morning person. I'm not a grump or a grouch or one of those you can't talk to before I've had my coffee or anything like that, but I definitely... Um, I'm not a morning person. I don't just spring out of bed like ready to take on the day, and just can't wait to go exercise and all that kind of stuff. But so many of these people that have read the book and it changed their lives said they were night owls and they weren't morning people. But they flipped the paradigm, and now they have used this Miracle Morning, and it's interesting because um, how Elrod, whenever he start first started doing this, he thought he would you know give it a try. When he first started doing it, he felt he said it felt so different to know I had set the alarm to get up earlier than I had to be anywhere. He said it was almost like a Christmas morning or something like that because it's like I had something to look forward to. And what he ended up doing and what a lot of people, if you read the reviews, they end up doing as well is they end up starting out by setting the alarm you know, 30 or 45 or an hour earlier then they need to go somewhere. But they enjoy that time so much that they bump it even further back. And, you know, how Elrod now does some ridiculous, like, 3.30 in the morning, he gets up so that he can be in the office by 6 and, you know, that kind of thing. And that's truly hardcore. Um, But it's just one of those things where is it worth trying for two weeks or for 30 days, whatever the time frame is, to see if it works, to see if it changes anything about your life? if you become more successful i mean you see the success people are having and you have to say it's got to you know it's got to be something you can't pay for 500 reviews on amazon to give them a great you know and all these great stories that's not something you can actually buy that has to be people changing their lives because of that so those two areas of my life it bothers me whenever i have things that are out of kilter um, but what i am finding is that i am more organized i am definitely um, once I once I went through the torture of doing taxes and that sort of thing last week um, and spent all day sorting through things, uh, I determined I was gonna be more organized with my bookkeeping and my uh, you know financial software and that sort of thing because I'm like everyone hit and miss and you know things get missed or recorded misrecorded or misfiled or whatever, and you can't pull it all together at the last minute. It's definitely impacting going to impact other areas of my life because I am more efficient I am more organized I am more scheduled and you just become more disciplined that's the whole thing you're creating a habit of discipline and I need that in my life and I don't know about you but I don't want external things or external events in my life controlling everything about my life and my time. And so that's part of this as well. So I'll keep you posted on the progress. I've definitely got weight to lose. I've got conditioning and that sort of thing to improve over time. I'm starting, my knees are hurting right now, which can help, uh, which losing weight can help with. Um, I'm not where I want to be physically. And I definitely Um, know that my head needs uh, the, the space, too, because of all the things that I have going on. But here's the thing. The one thing already, I feel like I'm on the precipice of, that's a fun word to say if you haven't just said that, precipice. It's like one of those fun words like reciprocity that just rolls off your tongue. But precipice, I'm on the precipice of finding the success and hitting that tipping point. And it will happen very soon, and I just want to accelerate that and do everything I can in my life to accelerate that. So I would encourage you, if you have something, you're tired of living the same old life, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you always got, right? Excuse the poor grammar in it, but that's, I mean, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, go and make a change. Get The Miracle Morning. It's a great book. Read it. I'm going to link up to it on our show notes and get it. You can get it on Amazon. The Miracle Morning. It's a fantastic book. It will change the way you view mornings. And I'm going to keep you posted on my 30-day challenge. I'm three days in, so I've still got, you know, a bulk of my time. I'm I'm 10 percent in. My results will probably vary from your results, but I'm definitely committed to at least the next 30 days. Here's the thing. If I try it and it doesn't work, I'll know I tried it. If I try it and it does work, I can change my life. And so just I can see a lot of things falling into place already, even after just a couple of days. So that's my challenge to you. It's a very simple thing. Uh, Go to brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash And this episode is going to be Morning Success. So it's going to be com forward slash morning success. And you'll see right there the uh, link to the book Miracle Morning. Get it, read it, download it, whatever you need to do. And uh, make yourself get on a specified amount of time to prove it right or prove it wrong. And uh, join me in the challenge. It'll, it can definitely, we can change our lives together, so and join the other people that have done it and are currently doing it. So, now, last word from our sponsor, if you have a podcast, and if you haven't thought about doing a podcast for your business, you really should think about it. It's a great way for local businesses to get their message out and to get their business out and to get public awareness of the services and products that they provide to the local community. Teampodcast.com can do all the support services for any podcaster for one low monthly fee. It's a way to free your time so that you can create awesome content and awesome podcasts. There's no reason for you to be overwhelmed and bogged down with every task and you to try to do it all. You can't do it all and be successful at everything. So use Team Podcast. Make us the team that helps your podcast become the business you always wanted it to be. So go to www.teampodcast.com, sign up today, and we will begin working for you immediately. Now, I appreciate you coming on this journey with me today. I appreciate you following along. I appreciate you getting uh, a little bit of time with me every single day and uh, following this journey in our crazy lives of setting up our new business and after moving to Key West and quitting a six-figure job. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Sometimes I can't even imagine that this is my life and this is what I've done. But I'm going to make it work, and I'm excited about it. And I cannot wait to be able to walk people through the results whenever I have all the success behind me that I need to say this is the formula for it. This is the, this is the keys, and you can do it too. So it's time to take action. Go ahead and get the book, The Miracle Morning. Start from there. It's a great place to start. And thank you for joining me on this journey. Have a fantastic day. All right. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local.